Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God, thank God, thank God for the freedom the Holy Ghost gives us. Amen. Oh, are we blessed to know God tonight? Are we blessed to have this wonderful victory and anointing? Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm sure there's other ways of having church. I'm sure that, you know, leaving off prayer, leaving off a lot of things, holiness, you could, you could have church. And I want to tell you what, there's a big, big difference. There's a big, big difference in the anointing and in the effect. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Someone sent me a tapes of a man that had in my life back in the 70s and it was a current tape and boy boy it was so sad yes he still had ability but it didn't have that Jerusalem ring amen and brother when he talked in tongues whew, it made chill bumps sound so eerie sound so strange it did not have that as my daddy used to put it, Jerusalem ring. Amen. Hallelujah. I tell you what puts the, the meat in this thing is the sacrifice. It's more than just a noise. It's more than just going through the motion. It's making a commitment. It's making a commitment. Somebody said, I can't feel the Lord, Brother Holmes. All you got to do is check your sacrifice. And when you see it coming up short, amen, then you, you realize. Because when the sacrifice is right, the fire is going to fall out of heaven. Huh? It's going to consume the sacrifice. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. We know this is real, don't we? We know without a shadow of a doubt you can't put this on, my friend. Amen. It comes down from heaven. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Bless that wonderful name of Jesus. Would you just close your eyes right now and wait on the Holy Ghost with me just a minute. In Jesus' name, Lord, we have not come here to put on a program. Lord, we, we're not here to go through just a routine. We're here to... Receive from you what you have. You had something in mind when we gathered here tonight. Before the foundations of the earth, you knew about us tonight. We believe you that your perfect will would be done. God, we know how easy it is to miss the mind, the direction of the Holy Ghost. Help us, O oh Lord. I want you to pray that prayer with me right now and help your pastor out. Come on, help me out right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Ever foul spirit, ever hindering spirit, we rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. We believe you, God. We have confidence in you, God. Whoo! We know you've got something in mind, and oh God, let us gently be led by your spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's warm the prayer up. Maybe you'd reach and join with somebody. That'll help out. Come on, young men. Oh, yes, God, in Jesus' name. Eka, 
away church just hold on to this anointing for a minute oh God bind ever opposing force bind ever opposing spirit oh rebuke Satan Lord it's come as a thief to kill to steal and destroy put a hedge around our young people God put a hedge around this church God put a hedge around each one of us Lord in the name of Jesus, 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 in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. While we feel this anointing, let's pray. Amen. They were a man, Brother Matthews, understand who it was, working at the church. A guy fell off of a ladder and has been in, what I understand, pretty serious condition. Amen. In intensive care. Let's pray, amen, over, over that need, that brother. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, you're the great physician. Reach down your hand right now. In the name of the Lord, to that brother, God. In the name of Jesus, we know you're able, God. We believe you, God. You know he was there doing a good work, Lord. Oh, in the name of Jesus, touch Brother Matthew tonight, God. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't you reach across the aisle or in front of you or behind you or somewhere and join up again and let's just pray again together. In the name of the Lord God of heaven, we haven't come here to doubt. Woo! Souls are at stake, God. Oh, souls are at stake in this house. Come on, that's the way. That looks good. Oh, that sounds good. Come on, cry out with all of your heart. Cry out fervently and earnestly in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I bind you, hell of torment, darkness, and evil. In the name of Jesus. Come on, that's the victory we're wanting right there. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your anointing and your help, oh God. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, showers of blessings. Hallelujah, showers of blessings. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, showers of blessings we need. Oh, yes, Lord. Mercy drops round us are falling. Sing it together. For the showers we Everybody, oh yes. Showers of blessing. Showers of blessing we need. Mercy drops round us are falling. But for the showers we plead. Oh yes. Showers of blessing. That's where you're at tonight. Of In the house of showers of blessings. Oh, yes. Mercy drops around us are falling. But for the shower we please. Sing it again, everybody. Oh, yes. Showers of blessing. Showers of blessing. Mercy drops around us are falling, but for the showers we plead. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank God for every shower and every blessing he's ever sent our way, don't we? Hallelujah. He's been a mighty good God. Praise God. You can be seated. Hallelujah. 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 I want to thank you for your response today and then since the service today a number of you come and said how you want to live for God and how you want to do the will of the Lord and I appreciate that amen let me tell you church we will be growing and moving on in God the Bible talks about not having to relay the foundations of where we started out and it's a wonderful day when we get issues settled in our mind and in our heart and uh, the more we do then we can deal with um, sinners people that need God can I get an amen? amen see the Holy Ghost knows what it's doing and the Holy Ghost knows this church needed what I preached today amen but what if that need had not been there? What if there had only been a need for the lost and dying? Hey Amen. Are you with me? That's the reason I want you to come on and get on fire about this thing and say, Pastor, we're behind you. We're behind you in holiness. We're behind you in doctrine. There's no secret side to us that we'd, we'd like to destroy these things. We want to help build and plant and grow and let's go forward. And let's don't go back and relay the foundation that brought us to where we're at, but let's build on. Could I get an amen? amen? Amen. I'm trying to give you a little vision of this thing. Hallelujah. It's a wonderful day when we just accept it and say, Lord, you have called us out of this world, and thank you, Jesus, and we're not looking back. Praise God. 
and I just trust and I want to see it. I feel it. Did, 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 did you understand what I was saying? Did you comprehend it? Would you buy it? Would you believe it? Would you act on it? Amen. Don't ever let it be that it uh, comes a time in this church that you feel like, well, that's just taken for granted. No, we cannot take that for granted. I need your, your backing and support. And, uh, and I know the devil may talk to you and say, well, you know, uh, Brother Holmes will, will go too far. Well, you, that's not going to happen. You're not going to push me too far, and uh, you're not going to keep me from going further enough by the help of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. The only thing it'll do, it'll, it'll save you and save some other people. I'm talking to the nucleus of this church. Amen. I'm talking to the nucleus of this church. It says, amen, we're going to stay with the message and stay with truth. Praise God. We're not trying, we're not like a line uh, going back and forth and trying to find a place to get out. We don't, we're, we're in to stay. Amen. We're in all the way. Everybody say all the way. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to give you what I feel the Lord has impressed upon my heart. Luke, the 18th chapter, and the first verse. And God bless all of our visitors here. We got visitors here from Hot Springs that have met before the service. Uh, Brother and Sister Bradbury have met them before the service tonight. And we welcome all of you folks here from Kansas. Good to have them here, Independence, Kansas. Amen. God bless all of our visitors. Luke, the 18th chapter. And the first verse, I didn't, don't uh, intend to preach too long, but I want to give you what I feel the Lord has impressed upon my heart. He spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought to always pray and not to faint. That men ought to always pray. Everybody say always. They ought to always pray, and if they always pray, they will not faint. Saying, there was in a city a judge look about this judge how it's described which feared not God neither regarded man and there was a widow in that city and she came unto him saying avenge me of mine adversary and he would not for a while but afterward he said within himself though I fear not God nor regard man yet because this widow troubleth me I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. And I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Praise God. Here we have given to us what will keep us from fainting. Keep us from fainting. If that men would always pray and not faint. Then he gave this parable of the unjust judge and this woman that was consistent, persistent, determined, to get her petition through and she would not give up and she kept coming and he said it's not that I fear God neither and I don't regard man sounds like some of the judges I've heard of amen but 
because of her continually coming, because she will not quit, uh, then for this reason, he said, I'm going to avenge her of this need in her life. Thank God for the wonderful power of prayer. Then it closes out with, Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. I want to tell you, people believe in everything but the most powerful force on this earth, and that is the power of prayer. Thank God for prayer, and thank God for a praying people, and thank God for a praying church that just will not give up. They are determined, amen, to pray. And they're going to pray fervently, and they're going to pray earnestly and pray consistently. Hallelujah. One of the big battles we have, all of us as human beings, is the battle of being consistent. We're like a roller coaster. One day we're up, and the next day we're hitting the bottom, and the next day up and down. But God is looking for us tonight to just get steadfast and get determined and determine in our prayers. And whether it's backing up or whether things are going forward, or whether it's going to the right or going to the left, there's one thing that we have resolved, and that's this. We are going to pray, and we're going to pray fervently, and we're going to pray earnestly. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody clap your hands to the Lord. Thank God for the power of prayer. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, how God has blessed us and God has helped us, amen, and given us these beautiful examples and wonderful people uh, to pray and, and to show us and to lead us in prayer. Thank God for the ones that were before us that understood prayer. Thank God for pioneers of Pentecost that understood the value of prayer and the benefit of praying and the benefit of seeking God. Amen. James, the fifth chapter, and the 13th verse, James 5 and 13, he asked the question, is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the scripture said in the prayer, of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he's committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. Then he said, confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another that ye may be healed. Listen to this. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. The effectual, fervent, that's hot, on fire. Fervent prayer of a man that's living right is going to carry a lot of weight and will avail much. I love prevailing prayers that, that will prevail. The scripture said it's Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are. And he prayed how? Amen. You got to help me better than that tonight. Amen. Uh, what about up the balcony? Amen. What about earnestly? Amen. Everybody say earnestly. Amen. He prayed earnestly 
That's some fervent, red-hot, Holy Ghost prayer that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for the power of prayer. Thank God for the power of consistent, determined prayer. Thank God for a church that's got the vision, getting the vision, understanding where our weapon is at. Hey man, I'm going to tell you, friend, we're on the battlefield. Somebody said, I, I'm just, I, I'm amazed at what's happened to me. And well, the scripture said, think it not strange concerning these fiery trials as though some a strange thing has happened to you. I mean, that's, 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 that's life. That's the way it's going to come. But I'm going to tell you, this prayer will, will shake the Satan's kingdom and it will turn the things around. The scripture said we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You're not in a warfare with flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's what we're battling with tonight is principalities against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world. Did you know the dominion of this world? Who has dominion of this world? It's Satan when he was cast down out of heaven. Amen. This, this world, he has dominion and power in it. He, he came to destroy Eve. And through Eve, he destroyed Adam and uh, tempted them into sin to destroy them and to break up and to mess up the plan of God. But it takes people that have, has this understanding that says, hey, these spirits that are coming against me, these spirits that are attacking me, you know, sometimes just the temptation of sin can make you feel so unclean. The very temptation of it can make you think, well, man, I must not be right with God. Here I am, I've been tempted. But uh, we're put here and we're going to be tempted. Uh, the tempter's going to come and knock on everybody's door. Hallelujah. And we're going to be tried and we're going to be tested. But, amen, we've got the greatest weapon for the devil in this world. We've got the greatest weapon that I have read about tonight. You will not be overcome if you take the weapon of prayer, amen, and go against Satan and would wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against these principalities and these powers and these spirits. When you walk in that office tomorrow, when you go downtown, when you go on that job, amen, what you're dealing with is spirits of this world that are coming to destroy you, to discourage you, to pull you down, to make you belittle the things of God, to make this seem ridiculous from our worship to everything we do, to make it seem uh, strange and ridiculous and to the carnal mind it is and you walk in those places and those jobs and there's the pressure and there's the enemy coming against you. Amen. But I want to tell you, if you've learned the weapon of prayer, how to fight back at the devil, how to, amen, win this war and take the weapons that God has put in the church and put in his kingdom and as a child of God, we get our hands on them. Amen. We get our hands on those weapons. We, don't, we do not go out empty-handed. 
but we go out uh, with a weapon of prayer. That's what makes praying so important in this church. Amen. For a child of God, if you're going to live for God and you're going to overcome the temptations and the trials, let me ask you a question. You that's received the Holy Ghost and been in here the last few years and picked up on this prayer, can you imagine where you would have been if there would have never been a morning prayer meeting? Where would you be tonight? Uh, I tell you what, uh, chances are you would not be in this building tonight shouting the victory, feeling the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Uh, it's because you've got the, the vision and you understood, hey, I've got to pray. It's important to pray. And I don't like to say you have to pray. I like to say you get to pray. Come on, everybody clap your hands. Yeah, give, give prayer a hand clap. We've got a weapon. We've got a weapon that the devil can't stop us. And the devil can't discourage us. It doesn't matter. None of us in this building. There is not a person in this building. We do not know even what the next five minutes holds for us. And we certainly don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't have a clue. Amen. But there is the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Bible said we don't even know how to pray as we ought. We don't know what to pray for. We don't know whether to pray against it, for it, sideways, upside down, or what. But the scripture said the Spirit itself would make intercession through you that you could get in the spirit of prayer and the spirit of travail would move through you and it would pray through you because the Holy Ghost knows what we have need of. The Holy Ghost knows exactly what we're facing. The Holy Ghost knows how long we got on this earth. The Holy Ghost knows what kind of trial we're faced with tomorrow. And I'm here to tell you, it does not matter what the trial is. You do realize, you do realize any of us this time next week we could walk across this front and look at our loved one and say, don't they look natural? Amen. None of us are exempt from trouble. It could be your child. It could be your grandchild. It could be your companion. It could be a part of your family, friend. Or it could be you. I'm telling you, we have no promises in this life. But we got the weapon of prayer. It doesn't make any difference what comes or what goes or what happens. Come on, church. Come on, move in the spirit. Be spontaneous to what you're feeling. Feel that for the Holy Ghost with me. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 I thank God for the knowledge that we have of this wonderful truth of prayer. I thank God for the vision that God has given us. I've watched, I'll I, I tell you one thing, it got me hooked on prayer. First of all, I was born and raised in a praying home. Oh, I can't tell you the times that I heard my mother praying. I can't, my bedroom was right off from the living room. And I can't tell you the times that I would go in and out of a unconscious 
kind of sleep uh, and I would go in and out of it uh, and I'd just wake up long enough uh, and I would hear her in travail uh, in the living room praying and seeking God uh, many times through the night. Uh, amen. So I was raised in that kind of atmosphere. And then the Lord called me to preach uh, and I traveled across this country to some extent uh, in preaching in churches uh, and I always noticed uh, churches that were just dead and dry stalemate stop I mean empty and cold uh, they were they were not praying uh, and then you'd go somewhere where they were emphasizing prayer and people were praying uh, they were getting the men to come pray uh, I remember one revival in, in Silsby Texas uh, of going there Brother Duplessis had not been there long. I was about uh, 17 years old. Uh, and you know what? Uh, that church you're talking about praying. There was a man there by the name of Brother Rivers. Uh, Brother Rivers was a little short, stocky, strong man. Worked in the all field. But I'm going to tell you what. Uh, those men would get in that uh, uh, the, the, the building next to it, the educational building, the dining hall. And the lights would be down low. And they would be walking around and around. Uh, and the Holy Ghost, uh, the anointing. Uh, and people travailing, men weeping, and people seeking God uh, with all of their heart, uh, crying out to God. Uh, we'd leave that building and go in the next, uh, in the auditorium next to it. Uh, and you know what would happen? The glory would fall. We watched over 28 people receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I watched a man about 80 years old fall over backwards, uh, uh, talking in tongues of the Spirit of God gave the utterance. Uh, I watched a school teacher came right out of the world and walked in there and the power of God fell on him and he went to talking in tongues. Let me tell you something, friend. It's no accident to revival and to people getting the Holy Ghost. Somebody's got to pay a price. Somebody's got to get committed. Somebody's got to get committed to it. Somebody's got to see the importance of it. Amen. Brother Mueller said it today. We met with the young men. I'm going to get him to testify here in just a little bit. We met with the young men. Amen. And, and he, he said it about this prayer and the power of prayer and the importance. Amen. And how that through it is what brings this anointing, what brings the victory. Oh, God, let us in this church that we would never lose the vision. I don't know if your schedule may be, and I, I make allowances when maybe I hired a, amen, I know you, you that work around here, I'm telling you, there's no, uh, there's no slack for you. You need to be in prayer meeting. Uh, if I'm getting up here praying, you need to come up here and pray with me. Well, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. And, and they do, and they're doing good, but I'm just stirring up a little more. I told the people in the, on the platform, we meet back here in the back and prayed before service. I said, oh, listen, I want all of y'all to start coming. I want to see your faces around this prayer room during the daytime. Uh, amen. I'm going to tell you, friend, uh, if, as the brother Mueller said, uh, you can have the best music there is and you can have the best singers uh, to sing and they can hit every note uh, and brother they can be powerful and they can be good uh, but I'm telling you friend uh, they will not have the unction and the anointing and the power that brings tears to your eyes uh, and makes you want to come up to the altar and say oh God help me have mercy on me well hallelujah somebody believe what I'm preaching Oh, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I watched it over and over in places I would go, and I watched churches that would pray, and I watched churches that played. 
They played and they played and they played and they played and they never had time to pray. They were always just thinking about playing, playing ball, playing something, doing something. Amen. But they never had no time to say, hey, let's have prayer meeting. Hey, let's seek God. Hey, you know what the scripture tells us? The proud will not, they will not seek God. Proud people will not pray. Proud people will not get in the floor. Proud people will not cry. Proud people will not cry out after God. Amen. But I'm going to tell you, we're not the proud proud of this world. We don't want the pride that stops us from humbling ourselves before the Almighty God. Amen. We want prayer. We want His presence. We want His power. We want to see people get the Holy Ghost, see people get healed, see people get touched. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for how the Holy Ghost works. And I watched it over and over. I watched it time and again. And that's what stirred up my spirit. And I said, oh, Lord, if I ever pastor, if that day ever comes in my life, I'll tell you one thing I'll do. I'll be preaching on prayer. I'll be trying to get people to pray. And you've heard me tell it. We got prayer meetings started here in the mornings, and it did as normally. And you've heard me mention this, that people always when. I was raised in this local church. I remember my daddy when things would get tight and things would slow down. Guess what they'd do? Hey, man, okay, how many will take from one to two, from two to three, from three to four? And they'd get people to raise their hands, get them committed. How many will fast on Monday? How many will fast on Wednesday? How many will fast... Uh, all these different days uh, and get people committed uh, and then uh, and it would be revival and people would get blessed and the anointing would come and, and the church would get lifted up uh, and then it was like a roller coaster. It wasn't long. We hit another bottom uh, and it started all over. Maybe evangelists would come through and the evangelists, I've even seen them take charts uh, post boards and put everybody's name down and what day are you going to take what hour are you going to take and all that's good maybe we need to do that amen but I'm going to tell you what we're not going to stop doing it that has been the key to the victory of this church is that we did not stop we preach prayer believe in prayer we're not going to pray just cause a few people pray through and then quit amen brother I'm going to tell you that just stirs up my spirit when I see a whole family go down in Jesus name like we did Wednesday night that just stirs up my spirit wonder how many more lost and dying hungry souls are out there tonight that if somebody would travail and pray Hallelujah, hallelujah. So we just got committed, and we we're committed tonight. And what a blessing it is, and what a blessing it is to be where the anointing and the glory and the power of God is falling and moving. Oh, Jesus, help us, Jesus. What are we going to do, church? Amen. What are we going to do? It, 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 it's, it's wonderful. You know what I found out? I found out people do what they want to do. That's exactly what all of us do. And you know what? I've been studying this church I've been thinking about you people. I've been thinking about a lot of you individually. And you know what I've come up with? I've said there's a lot of men in this church, a lot of people, they, they make their own schedule. They decide when they're going to go to work, and they decide what they're going to do. Well, hallelujah. Now, y'all don't get carried away. Don't anybody have a heart attack while I'm preaching. Don't y'all get too excited about this. But I've, I've discovered something. Hey, man, and can I ask you a question? Do you think that was just an accident it worked out like that? I don't believe that. I believe God has allowed people to have their own schedule to where they can schedule him in some time. Woo! What do y'all think? 
Well, what do you think about it? Up in the balcony, what do y'all think about it? Woo, it'll work. Somebody say it'll work. Somebody say it's working. Oh, yes, it's working. The devil's a liar. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. He keeps on shooting, but brother, we keep on shooting back. Brother, we keep our guns hot. Amen. We're not going to stop. Amen. We're not going to take our finger off the trigger. We don't know what tomorrow holds and why we have this day and why we have this hour and why we have this opportunity. We're going to give it all we've got. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Amen. I, I want Brother Mueller to tell. He got the Holy Ghost in, in service. Come on up here, brother. He got the Holy Ghost in service. Amen. I, uh, tell, tell all about the football player. Amen. I like that story. Praise the Lord, everyone. David said, my heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. And... Uh, I want to praise the Lord tonight for being in church. 1979, I was just thinking right now as I was sitting on the pew, I was the type of person you would not want to meet. I had hate, murder in my heart, and, uh, and the Bible says that we were strangers of the covenants of promise, aliens from the church without God and without hope. And I had reached that place where there was absolutely no hope, I felt, uh, for myself. And I began to search for an answer. And so I went to different churches and began to ask around. I met several people from different religions and I attended different services. And I never felt the power of God anywhere. But there was a man that was my platoon sergeant and um, a very tall, six foot three, ex-cowboy, a black man from Georgia, who, um, though he didn't tell me very much, I began to observe his life. And uh, we would go out 30 days on patrol, many times in the rain, the snow, different inclement weather, and you could be sure that wherever we went, he would pray every day. And I would watch him from a distance, Brother Holmes, and I could see that whatever he had was what I needed. And he didn't preach to me. He didn't, uh, there was no standards that I could see. We all had long sleeves. We all had short hair. But there was something in him that I desired. And um, by the course of time, I became injured, and uh, he invited me to his church. And uh, I went to his church on a communion night. And, uh, of course, everybody knows during communion, the pastor got up and he said, Well, if, uh, if you have the Holy Ghost and you're baptized in Jesus' name, step over to this side. You can take communion if you're prayed up, ready. And, of course, I had nothing in my life. And everybody got up and shifted to the other side of the church while I sat there by myself. And I could hear them, before they took communion, begin to pray. And the power of God began to shake. The Bible says that in that early church that when they prayed, the house was shaken. And I could feel myself shaking under the power of conviction that whatever these people had, I had to get. 
And it was in that communion service that God began to deal with my heart. And it was through the power of prayer at the conclusion of that service, no altar was given, that I got up and began to walk towards the back of the door, or back to the door at the back of the church. And Brother Jackson walked up to me and he said, I thought you wanted the Holy Ghost. I said, I do. There's no, there's no altar call. There's nothing. He said, you can have it right now. And I says, well, I don't know. I've never prayed. I don't know. He said, come with me. And he grabbed several of the brothers, and we walked into a Sunday school room there in Stuttgart, Germany. Amen. In 1980. And I knelt down, and it was just a few minutes that I felt the Holy Ghost began to come down on me. Shataya masundoyaha. Holowa shataya masatayaha. I began to cry out to God like never before. And nobody laid hands on me. There was nobody screaming in my ears. But just in those few minutes, through the power of prayer, I began to speak in tongues as the Holy Ghost came down. I want to go to a prayerful church, a church that believes in prayer, not just before church, but prayer in the morning and prayer in the afternoon. I want to go to the kind of church that Brother Holmes, and I support him as my pastor tonight that he believes in prayer because that's what's going to save us. It's not going to be just holiness. It's not going to be just music, and I love it. But I want there to be prayer in the church, and I want to be a part of it. Thank God for prayer. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet, everybody. Oh, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, teach us to pray, God. Teach us to pray, God. Teach us to pray, God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, hold on to the Spirit right here. Holy Ghost may have this something else for us. Ooh, Hanamashayaro Korea, Oriana Mahasandoboho. Oh, yes, God. Oh, yes, Lord. Sata. 
Ooh, hallelujah. You feel the Holy Ghost drawing you right now? Oh, why don't we check our oil? Why don't we check the oil that's in our lamp? Oh, yes, God. Yes, God. Oh, Hamashaya. Lord, I want to be sure. Ooh, God, teach our young people to pray. Oh, God, teach us all to pray. Oh, teach us how we ought to pray. Oh, that's the way, church. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, yes, God. I want to make sure I've got a wall. Just tell him, put everything on the altar. That's the first thing to do. Say, God, I'll do your will. <laughs> I want that real unction in my life, in my home. I want that real unction of the Holy Ghost upon me. I want to leave this world talking in tongues. Woo, speaking in tongues when I go out. I want to go out with the victory. I'll go out with the anointing. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. 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 Oh God, oh God, oh Jesus, 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 oh yes God, oh give us tears Lord, give us of a broken spirit Lord, oh let us be yielded to you God, let us be yielded to you God, oh yes God. Oh, yes, God, yes, God. Oh, yes, Lord. In such a special way, Oh, yes, Lord. Just pray right there. That's the way. That's the way. Oh, blessing God. Oh, Ikamashatayaramasiya. Oh, Lord, let there be all in my lamp, oh, Lord. Let my oil, let the oil be in my lamp, God. 
Oh, yes, Jesus. Come on, church. This is some good prayer. We're getting in right now. Oh, don't let there be. Is there anything in your heart? You got hard feelings against anyone? Come on, Lord. I don't want anything in my heart, God. I'm a
I knew, I knew about church and I knew what church was and knew what the Holy Ghost was and knew what living right was. But I just never could think that I could do all that. And I know one time I went to bed one night and I said, Lord, I don't know how to pray, but I, Lord, I, I'm going to pray. I, Lord, I'm just going to pray. And, and Lord, I, I don't know what, I don't know how you can touch me. I, I don't know how to do it. And, and I'll never forget. Uh, I, I like so many people had a little picture of, of the image of Jesus, a picture. And, and man, whenever I started praying that night, I'd lay down and it was just like you could see a, a fly in a, in a bottle, just zip, zip, everywhere. It just seemed like my mind was just going everywhere, every which kind of way. And, and, and I, I just had to think to myself that, that that was the devil trying to keep me from praying because I'd never prayed consciously or, or, or anything like that. And so I, I, I put my mind right on that picture. And I, and I said, Lord, help me, help me, Lord. And you know, it seemed like my mind just cleared up enough to where I could pray for what I was praying for that night. <clears throat> and I know that after that, other times that I'd pray, uh, that's the thing that would happen to me, and I would have to hook my mind right on that image that I had. And a few years later, uh, some things happened in my life, and, and when my wife and I, we got in church, <laughs> Man, I'm telling you what, I just didn't feel like I could ever learn how to pray. But I'll never forget that first night we, we went to church and Brother Holmes said, we're going to have a prayer meeting at 6 o'clock and service at 7. Me and my wife said, Lord, how are we ever going to pray for an hour? I just don't know how we can do that. But we went. Oh, I knelt down over in that old prayer room over there and I started talking to the Lord. And you know, it didn't seem like it was 10 minutes till they turned the lights up and said, well, it's time to go in. Brother Holmes started preaching to us on prayer. And he said, Brother Clifton, whatever you do, y'all pray. And you know, I, I just said, I, I just don't know how we can do that. We'd pray when we come to church. And that was when he had started early morning prayer meetings. And finally, I'd try to get up and I couldn't get up. And alarm would go off and I'd go back to sleep. Finally, I said one time, I said, Lord, if you'll fix it where you'll wake me up, one of these days, I'll go one day out of the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Lord, if you'll wake me up. From that day on, I didn't never know if it was going to be on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, but the Lord would wake me up anywhere between 6 and 6.15. I'd get in my car and come to church and pray. And that's what started my prayer life. I know I still am a long way from being a prayer warrior, but I want you to know this one thing. I wouldn't give up prayer. I wouldn't give up trying to touch the Lord. I come in this building of a day. Sometimes it's an old dry prayer. Just thank you, Jesus. But sometimes, oh God, sometimes, oh 
oh, you get to feeling that anointing and you start crying and, and you feel the presence of the Lord and it's worth every time that I ever stepped through the door and didn't feel the Lord. I know that the Lord was there. It was my fault that I couldn't press through that veil. Oh, but it's so good and so glorious when you press through, when you can feel the presence of the Lord touch your heart and touch your life. And I promise you through prayer, Oh, my family, some of my family's come in through prayer. I've had prayers answered. Oh, through prayer, I've gotten closer to the Lord. Through prayer, I've got to learn things. Oh, I'm telling you what, there just ain't nothing like living for the Lord. There ain't nothing like that special touch when you get to feel that Jerusalem ring, Brother Holmes. When you get to feel that Jerusalem ring, you know God has touched your soul. Hey, there ain't nothing like it. I encourage everyone. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's thank him right now together. Oh, beautiful Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, Hallelujah. Amen. Let me give you a secret to prayer. He, he, see, right in the beginning, the Lord was leading him. You know what, what he was talking about when he was looking at that picture of Jesus? He was getting in that closet. Amen. The first thing you want to do when you start to pray is, is endeavor to get in that closet. Amen. If somebody is praying real loud around you and it's bothering you, this is a big old building. And when we get in that other building, it'll be bigger than this. And you can go completely over here on the other side of the building until you get in the spirit. Now, when you get in the spirit, there ain't nobody going to bother you about nothing. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yes. Hallelujah. 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 You know what? I feel it in the Holy Ghost. I talked to you about it today. And I'll tell you, this is the vision I had. I saw it was like on an airplane and flying a plane. And I knew in my spirit the Holy Ghost made it alive and said, if you don't stir this church up and take this church on up higher, you're not going to make it over that mountaintop. And man, I'm going to tell you, I want to get over that mountaintop. I, I love living on the mountaintop. I love living with this victory. Hallelujah. And I feel it in my spirit tonight that this is just another time that we're shifting gears and we're going to go higher. We're going to go higher in the Holy Ghost. More of you people are going to be stirred up about prayer and join me. Young people, you're out of school. You can come with your mother. You can come. Amen. Many of you have cars. You can come and join us and pray. Can I get an amen from the young people? Yeah, young people, you can do it. Amen. And what do you say? Let's get over that mountain. Amen. You believe it? You believe it with me? Amen. Hallelujah. We're going for higher ground. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Old devil, you ain't seen nothing yet. You're a liar and the truth is not in you. You know what I'm believing for? I'm believing for revival that will stir this city. Amen. That the people of this city will know. I think they're kind of discovering it already. And we're having revival and victory. And what on earth is going on down there at that 
bottom of that hill. <laughs> Hallelujah. But they hadn't seen nothing yet. Amen. I want to tell you something else I feel burdened about. Stirred up in my spirit. This coming, Lord willing, uh, coming uh, fall, we're going to start a Bible college. Amen. And uh, I want to tell you what. Did you know what missionaries do when they first get to a, a city? Guess what they do? They enroll people into a Bible college, training them how to go out and, and win people and preach in, in the highways and hedges and everywhere they can get a chance. And I feel it in my spirit. I feel it in the Holy Ghost that we're going to train some young men and young ladies and soul winners and preachers. Amen. It's going to set this not just this place on fire, this world on fire. Amen. I believe God's going to do it. I believe God's going to do it. I believe God's going to give us a great Bible college. Amen. Not a second rate, but the best. Amen. I believe with all of my heart the Lord's going to do it. Amen. I'm meeting with these young men on Sunday night, and they touch me. We've got some fine young people. And I thank God. And I thank God for those that's got off track and got back on track. We love them. And don't ever always find wrong around here and run down our young people. That hurts me when I hear somebody doing it. And, and you just got meanness in your spirit to reason you're doing that anyway. But you're not going to hurt me because I'm going to pray right on. Amen. I'm going to keep the victory right on. I want to tell you what. There may be some of them you messed up along the way too. Amen. And look what God's done for Brother Lee and Brother Jimmy. Amen. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. The devil's alive. And look here at Brother Tommy. Amen. Thank God. Stand up here, Brother Tommy. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Tommy. Praying back through to victory. Woo. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The devil's a liar. Hallelujah. Well, I got to let y'all go where you can get back and pray. Amen. That's the only conditions of getting out of the building tonight is that you come back for prayer. This week, everybody, come on, let's find a place to pray, a time to pray. This building's almost unlocked 24 hours a day. Thank God nobody's bothered anything yet. Amen. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Shake hands with somebody. Be friendly. I think they're serving in the fellowship hall. Is that right? Serving, serving catfish in the fellowship hall. So thank God for our working people.